When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm, um, I'm loving the peace and quiet of being up here. And um, been watching all the animals do their things around here. It's been very interesting. Just yeah. watching the just watching the things like the deer, watching the change in the color of their coats. Um, they're now oh, dark no, it's brown. Neat, isn't it? It's really not, it really is. It's fascinating, and I and know. watching things like um, all the leaves are just about off the trees, uh, and the view of the lake is phenomenal. But it's just so incredible to see it so quiet and so peaceful. And every once in a while, somebody takes a boat out and you see them flying across the lake. It's got to be oh, incredibly cold. <laughs> but, wow. Um, this past weekend, when it was so wonderful in the 70s, um, there were a few people who brought their boats up, you know, on the trailers and put them in the lake and went for a wonderful ride. So it's pretty neat. It's uh, it's interesting to see this because I think this is probably the first year we've ever really been here during this time of the year. Usually, yeah, you know, by October we're we're full time back at the other house and come up here maybe on weekends. But now it's just the other way around, and it's interesting to see what's happening here. I'm I'm seeing more and more of my neighbors, uh, new brand new neighbors and ones that have been here for quite some time, deciding that they are putting a lot of time and effort into uh, renovating their homes, and they're moving up here permanently. So, yeah, very very different situation. So it's it's interesting to see how this is all going to play out. Yeah, I think it's. I I also think that the the trip that used to be an effort on my part, you know, well, it's still packing up the car and the cats and every and the food and everything else you got to transport between the two. And the boy, and the boy, and him, and let's not forget him. Yeah. Wait, is he one of the animals? Is he one of the animals you've been watching? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, 
true. Yeah, he's one of the animals I've been watching to see how he goes through his uh, molting season now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And, and then after he and, after he molts, then he says he has to bulk up for football season. Uh huh. Yeah. And is yeah, his right. hair changing colors, or is his no. hair changing color? Okay. No. Right. No, no. There he's we go. Putting on a few pounds, you know, because he sits well, there now and has he has more um, wintertime food, you know, things that are a little thicker and richer and not yeah. the light salads you have in the summertime. So, yeah, he's putting on a few pounds. And uh, well, that's he's okay. It's it. loving it's it. Hibernation, hibernation. That's what exactly. bear, bear, they are, are all the bear do too. So what the hell. Well, that's what I'm expecting any day now. We have uh, usually a couple bears we see through here because they're they truly are bulking up before they go to hibernation. So um, you have to really watch where you put your garbage. You can't, you know. I put it out on my back porch, which is a screened-in porch, and it's a full floor above the ground. But if I put it out in the front, um, animals would be up on the porch digging through. So you really have to watch things like that. It's really funny to see how the how you change it because um, we have a big, monstrous. Uh, I guess it's considered to be a rope with a clasp at the end of it that we have to put across the top of the garbage can, and it's the, the big dumpster can because somehow the. The bears were figuring out how to get in there, and I can't, that, that lid is so heavy that they would lift it up, and they would go in there and rummage for food. And it, and it always used to scare me because I was afraid that if I went back there and lifted the lid up to throw my garbage in as I was leaving, that I'd find a bear in there who couldn't get out. So... So now we have this rope that goes across the top of it with a clasp, and we are warned to make sure that we put that on and off every time we go near there. But I, I think I told you last year we saw um, a bear come through here. It was, I think it was late spring or was it uh, early fall? And um, people were out. They were out walking dogs, and this bear didn't care. Just kept walking right through like we were nothing. I and went it. off somewhere. And what they do, I mean, that's what I'm saying. When you're up here, you forget that that's what's happening. You got the bears looking for food. The deer um, are making their beds. And I mean that literally. They're, they gather all the pine needles that now have fallen put them under another pine tree and that's where they bed down during the winter time when it's really really cold and windy so somehow they make i didn't know i why is it is it under a it's always under a a a pine tree they they go well around here they do yeah i don't know if that's oh my god that all bears that all uh deer do deer but yeah. But this one, there's a lot of big. There's a cluster of big pine trees that have very long needles, and they lose the needles in the fall time. Fall, right? You know, so that they they're there. They just kind of keep pushing them around and make a nice deep bed of pine needles, and they sleep underneath the pine tree, and they have because it still has its well leaves, if you call it that, the needles. 
So it's not a bare tree. This, right, right, right. So it does Amazing. keep them warm. They know. They're smart. I know. I think it's amazing how nature works. It really is. And um, yes, maybe you should look at the fact that you're up there. As, as you said, you've never really been there. That's the opportunity to see really nature at its best. And, and the, uh, the stuff that most of us city dwellers don't ever see or experience or pay attention. We just, we know what happens, but it's never, you know, never in our sight. So to be able to see that, that's a, that's a cool thing. It is. So it's, it is really a, a very different year, you know, this time know. around. So I don't know. We'll see what happens here, but this is, it's kind of fun to watch what, what transpires. Yeah. So, um, I also have to do a shout out to my sister. It was her birthday on uh, Wednesday, which was Veterans Day. And, uh, I don't think most of us, um, really do much on Veterans Day, but I did something that I haven't done in a long time. I made a note, besides the fact to acknowledge my sister's birthday, um, just to tell her, to say to another person that is my uncle, uh, I just called him, and I haven't spoken to him in a couple of years, and I just called him to thank him for his service. Uh, and we had a nice hour-long conversation. Yep, that's a good thing. It's always good to do that. Hold on a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, yeah. I know. But keep talking about that because that's important, I think. Well, I think it is, too. And and I think that people sometimes forget um, that those are... And that my uncle now is a man who was in the Korean War, which is not really talked about that much. We talk about the number of um, World War I veterans that are still alive, and you can probably count them on, you know, one hand uh, in our area. But it's, it's just interesting that nobody thinks about those who served in Korea and the Vietnam veterans, like my husband, are getting all of the attention, you know, at this point. So... It was just nice to say, hey, you know, <laughs> there's somebody else that's out there, too. And it was yeah. funny because I gave him the opportunity to um, talk about uh, the experience without wanting to get into some of the painful aspects of it. You know, I just, I said to him, I don't know enough about the geography of what we're talking about here. And I said, when you were there, I said, what was the weather like? And he said, well, it was the northern tip of the island and where I was. And he said, in the summer, it was hot and humid. And in the winter, it barely got down to freezing. But he said, um, I remember going out on night patrol and um, watching the little bit of ice form on the puddles, you know, and he said that's about as much as there ever was. So wow. he didn't, you know, he didn't get into it, and I didn't want him to get into it because I didn't want that to be what the day was all about. I didn't want him to go back to a time when all he did was think about it and about some of the bad things. But he did say that, um, you know, he 
he was talking about uh, the difference in and what we have available now as the military has with the technology that they never had when he was there. Uh, there was a lot of so-called hand-to-hand combat, which was not necessarily things that we even get, get around to doing much anymore because with the technology and the, uh, the way we do it, you can take out a whole platoon of people, you know, with one strategically placed weapon, but they don't, they didn't do that then. And I, and then I asked him, I said, how did you, what did you think about when President Trump met Kim Jong, what's the thing? Kim, Kim Jong Il. Yeah. Yeah. Whichever one. I forget Ooh. the last word. Uh, I said, what did you think about that when they both walked into the DMZ and shook hands? And he just started to laugh and sh- like kind of shrugged his shoulders and said, eh, you know, that's what it is. And I said, okay. <laughs> Thinking, wow. You so know, he- I, thought he, I thought he might have a very strong reaction to it, but he didn't. You know, but anyway, that, that was an interesting conversation. Um, I had a nice, nice conversation with them for an hour, and I'm glad that um, I put it in my calendar. And I, I told my sister when I was speaking to her on the weekend, she asked me if I knew anything about them and how they were. And I said, no, but I'm going to call them on Wednesday. And then I thought, well, it would be so easy for me not to do that. Who would know? But then I thought, no. I told my sister I would. So it was kind of like 5.30 at night, and I just said, well, he's eating or he's not, but I'm just going to call. And and I did, and I talked to him for a good hour. And and it was great just to, we reminisced about um, my mother, his sister, and um, my Uncle Tom, who was their youngest brother. And right. we, we had a great conversation. We had a great conversation. It was. I, I'm very happy that it's I. Always did it. better to do that. Yeah, that's great. Well, good, yeah. uh, what's his name? What's his first name? Robert Zenker. So thank you, Mr. Zenker, for your service. And at yeah. that, we are going to take a quick break. You're listening this morning to Laurie Lynn Show, and we will be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News with Webster and Nancy. And I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know.
I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. ERA, Exceptional Real Estate Agents. When you want to have the best of the best selling your home, you want ERA One Source Realty. With offices all over Northeastern Pennsylvania, ERA One Source Realty will give you the personalized service you'd expect from a professional real estate company. They have experienced realtors that have years of experience, which gives you, the home seller, an incredible advantage. They will offer suggestions to make your house sell faster. They will tell you what others will be looking for. They know how to present your home and sell its features, giving you the greatest chance to have your house sell fast. And ERA OneSource Realty offers an industry-exclusive guarantee. If ERA doesn't sell your house, ERA will buy it. Yes, if they don't sell your house, ERA will buy it. That's peace of mind. That's a guarantee worth its weight in gold. Call ERA OneSource Realty today and find out how you can have your house marketed by one of the top-rated companies in Northeastern Pennsylvania. Call 877-587-SELL or on the web at ERA1.com. ERA OneSource Realty, always there for you. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the um, managing director and financial planner with Women of Substance LLC. That's a financial planning firm in uh, Clark Summit that's specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. That's available on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many others. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And what's shaking on your end? Do we have have a quiz or anything for me? Well, I'm sorry I don't. The quizzes that I was looking at were all videos. So that wouldn't help. Because it would be too hard to read all the answers and have you remember what the answers were. So, but I did want to talk about something that I, you know, you and I have both talked in the past couple of weeks about the book we both now have called uh, Growing Young. Yes. And how much of a difference certain things make in your longevity. And I was looking at this uh, newspaper that I got the other day. It's called the Epic Times. And it's, uh, I don't even, I don't know much about it, except that it was, it's a full-size newspaper. And I was looking at this one article that I loved, and it's called Elders Offer a Lifetime of Wisdom and Humor. So this is written by a woman named Robin Leacock. Well, it's written by a man named Andrew Thomas, the article. But it's about a film, not a, not a book, a film done by Robin Leacock, L-E-A-C-O-C-K. And Robin wrote a book, uh, did a documentary called Stella and Company, a romantic musical comedy documentary about aging. And it, it's about her mother, who died last year at 103. And 
and St- and not Stella, but Robin said she was brilliant. She was vivacious, charming, charismatic, smart, opinionated, brilliant, and I can go on. After her father died in 2000, uh, Leacock decided that she wouldn't abandon her mother, who was in her 80s at that point, as she grew older. And she and her mother loved to travel together, so Stella became the focus of her life. She had produced and directed an earlier film about her mother, Stella is 95. And when Stella turned 102, Robin discovered that her mother had developed close relationships with many fascinating seniors at her residence. She interviewed them for that movie that she did called Stella and Company. And she said that Stella, uh, Robin said that her motivation for making the film was that older people are often misunderstood in our society and believes they deserve far more of our respect and attention. Other cultures often hold their elders in much higher stead, and a lot of people tend to have a prejudgment about older people that they're not quite people anymore. And in fact, they're more than that because as you age, you're still you. She believes society has many misconceptions about older adults, that they're less intelligent, weaker, and generally less capable. In fact, many seniors are exceptionally smart and wise and often a more profound way of looking at life. After a lifetime of accomplishments, they have a great deal to share with others. Stella and company begins with the quote, in earth-keeping cultures, each elder that dies is a library that burns. The longer someone lives, the richer their library becomes. I, I love that quote. I just I, when That's I read that, great. I said, "Wow, that is so true." Yeah. And and I just I love that thought of of the fact that there's so much more that that. And that's what I was thinking after I had the conversation with my uncle, who's got to be in his mid-80s, if not late-80s at this point. And it's just funny to hear him talk about things that happened. I said, how many years ago were you there? Oh, 50 plus. (laughs) Wow. You know, it's just, it's hard to even comprehend that he can remember all of what happened that long ago. But it's something that is is so much a part of who he is. And I remember my mother had some things that I didn't know what to do with them. And I don't know if my sister still kept them. But when he was in Korea, he sent a, a silk handmade kimono to my mother who was a little tiny thing at that point. Um, you know, I'm not saying she was much younger than him, but she physically, she was an adult, but she was um, a tiny person. And she kept that kimono, and the papers that, that were covering it were crackling and falling apart. But the kimono, the silk that was in it, was absolutely spectacular. And she never talked about it. Never did. We kind of found it. She said, oh, yeah, Uncle Bob sent that to me when he was in Korea. But that, there's another library that burned, you know, and you think, wow. 
it's just amazing. She's and then going back to what Robin had to say about the seniors that her mother interviewed, uh, or that she interviewed, had interests and hobbies that they were pursuing. One senior loved. Um, let me see where they go. Ahead. Loved writing poetry, while another enjoyed singing and was in a choir, and another had a passion for music and piano. Everyone, everybody was just really still involved and engaged in life. And I think that's part of the key of having a vivid life when you're older. And that's exactly what the woman who wrote the book, Growing Young, had to say about one of the secrets of why people live into their hundreds. Because they are engaged and involved in life. And every person she spoke with in the film said they felt that this is, I thought it was really funny. They felt like they were 20 or 30 years old, whether they were 80, 90, or 100 years old. One woman in the film told her that if she didn't have a walker, she would think she was 16. <laughs> <laughs> You it. see, because Lynn, so they all, everybody says that, like the body changes, but the mind, you're still the same person. And, and, yeah. and, you know, that's why I love to talk to older people and to listen to their stories and ask them questions because there's so much to information to gain and to take away and to understand things that we were too young to know about, or we never were, never experienced. I mean, everybody's life tells a story and, and giving someone the opportunity to do that is, is, is amazing. It's amazing. It, it is. It's really fun. I, I just, I want to read a couple of these. We have a few more minutes. I just wanted to read some of the interviews with the people because they're just really, really good. Then, and they're funny. There's one guy named Maury who is the Renaissance man. He's 102. He's played professional baseball, traveled around the world, and used to fly his own airplane. He stresses the importance of cherishing what you have instead of focusing on what you don't have. However, he's coy about sharing more advice. He said, people ask me, what's your secret? And, of course, I tell them, I'm going to bottle it and sell it, so I can't tell you now, he said. (laughs) And then we had Maria, the fashionista. She was born and raised in New York City and was a fashion designer before she retired. She feels that now is the time for her to do anything she wants without having to be responsible for anyone else. She's currently considering writing her own book about aging. It's all about doing the things that I never had time to do without guilt and having fun and experiencing new experiences and learning from other people, she said. She added that she isn't afraid of death and believes that's something everyone has to face. She knows life is finite, but believes every minute is an opportunity and a gift. Aging is just a phase of life. No one knows how long they're going to live, so why not make the best of every day, no matter what happens to you? And it's the documentary can be viewed at StellaDocumentary.com. The website oh, I have to I watch that. Yeah. So... That's fun. I, I just thought that was a great, great article. I really enjoyed reading it. I love it. Oh, I, I, it's amazing. It is. 
Well, Lynn, hats off to anybody who ages and tells their story. And I think more of us should listen and want to hear what they have to offer because it's, uh, it's, it's remarkable and it's, it's valuable and we need to focus on that. As we say, many, many cultures revere their elders and we need to do a little more of that. So there oh, we go. Oh, we need to do so, a lot more of it. A lot more, yes. Yep. But anyway, okay, well, we're going to take a quick break. We have our dear friend, Mr. Michael McHale, coming up for a second visit here on the Laurie and Lynn Show. He is a partner with um, Barbetti McHale and Dunmore, and he will be right in to say hi and talk a little bit. And we will be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. The well-established and highly respected Northeastern Pennsylvania certified public accounting firm, Michael A. Barbetti, LLC, is making changes after almost 40 years in business. The firm name has changed and is now Barbetti McHale, LLC, CPA, reflecting the addition of Michael F. McHale as partner in the longstanding firm. Although the name and partnership are a significant change, the staff won't change. Their Dunmore location won't change. The way they serve clients won't change. Their work ethic won't change. And Michael Barbetti's involvement won't change. The Barbetti-McHale partnership adds Mike McHale's three decades of experience in corporate and not-for-profit accounting for the clients of the regional firm. Barbetti-McHale LLC Certified Public Accountants provides professional accounting and tax services to all types of clients, ranging from individuals and family-owned businesses to governmental agencies and nonprofit organizations. Call Barbetti-McHale CPAs at their Dunmore office, and you too can make a change for the better. Business Banking at Fidelity. Universal Printing started out in Northeast Pennsylvania in June of 1995. Since that time, we have grown to 155 employees. What we do, we're a document solutions business. We do printing. We have an IT department on site. There's computer programmers, developers, production people. So all of our IT is done in-house. The nature of our business is that it's very capital intensive. What we continue to do is adapt to the needs of our customers. And in order to do that, we have to continue to invest in the best state-of-the-art equipment that's out there. And we can do that with the support of Fidelity Bank. Fidelity allows us to play on a playing field that we could never have played on if we didn't have the support of a strong local bank that believed in us. They're not just saying they support the community, they're doing it. And we feel really blessed to have a partner in Fidelity Bank. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. 
I am the managing director and financial advisor for a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm that's devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and many others. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us is our second time on dear friend, Mr. Michael McHale, who is a partner with Barbetti and McHale and Dun Barbetti McHale in LLC in Dunmore. Mike was on for the first time last month. This month is his second time. We didn't scare him too much, so we decided to come back, right, Mike? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you having me back. Yeah, That's good. So Mike, Mike, Mike um, Barbetti and Michael McHale have formed a partnership, as we said, called Barbetti McHale LLC, uh, Certified Public Accountants, and they're doing a good job. Things have just changed within the last few weeks, and things are bopping. I've been in and out of the place and um, talking to Mike, and Mike is already crazy busy, which is a good sign and a good thing, and, and year-end stuff is coming up, Mike. So before we get into that, why don't you give the listening audience a little, um, just a little vibe about how you believe um, everything's going with the transition and um, all the capable employees, and as you always say, there's many reasons why this was a great deal, and you can fill the in the blanks. I don't want to give it away, because you always say it so nicely, so do you want to give a little shout-out to that? Yeah, absolutely, and and I appreciate the opportunity. the The great part of of Mike and I's part, Mike Barbetti and I's partnership, um, is that uh, there is really no changes to to all the existing customers. Um, I'm just bringing my 30 years experience into a firm that um, has more than. Uh, just about every one of the people who work there have been there 25 plus years. Absent one or two people who are relatively new, three, four years experience, still, still very good for a public accounting firm. The majority of our personnel who run our engagements on a day-to-day -day basis each have 25 plus years experience, and that's unheard of in the public accounting. And I think that's a, a testament to Mike Barbetti and his wife Donna for building this partnership as they have and uh, in, in taking care of the people that they're with. Every single one of the people there who have been there for so long uh, are, are there for life. And, and that's a good thing. When you get into an engagement and uh, the personnel who, who come to do the engagement every time, whether it be an audit, a compilation, a review, or just a tax return and write-up, uh, you see the same person. So it, it, it's meaning, meaningful to the clients, and, and I think that's what separates our firm apart um, and again, all I'm doing is, is joining a great, great firm to make it even better. Uh, yes, we'd love to grow the firm, but I think our first, uh, first and, and major goal right now is to maintain the relationship with all of our clients and build upon those. So, um, you know, th th that's our priority right now, to make sure that everybody's taken care of and giving the service that they've come to expect and even exceeding their expectations beyond that. So. We're only there. I'm only there a couple months. There's not a lot of disruption in the firm. Uh, like I said, I think the attitude right now is there's a new guy who just brings a little bit of more experience from the outside world, and and, uh, and I'm excited to be there and excited to stand side by side with Mike Barbetti. 
And you know what, Mike, we, it's important to note, too, which we didn't really talk about the last time, and I, I, I kind of like to do this because Lynn and I are proud Westsiders, you know, so we, we, even though we don't live there any longer, we are forever Westsiders. And so Lynn is kind of a defector because she went to Central instead oh, of sticking with we- Westside. <laughs> but but beside that, she's still a Westsider in her heart. So you are a proud Dunmorian, which I think is equally as important to know that Mike Barbetti and Mike McHale's business has been the, the, the business now of Barbetti and Barbetti McHale is in a Dunmore based business. That's where the office is. That's where they are. And Mike, you bring a neat perspective because although Mike Barbetti was, is a proud, um, uh, uh, resident uh, or he grew up in Old Forge um, and now lives in Scranton, but the business is in Dunmore. You, on the other hand, are born and raised in Dunmore and live there and kind of bringing everything back to your roots must be a neat thing because of your involvement in the community and your family has been there. You know, you grew up there. You know, you got to please these people like our ex-mayor, Mr. Nibs Lotney, one of my favorite guys, and Joe Tomko and all these raging Dunmoreans. Um, it's it's a good thing, Mike, that that must be a proud sense for you as well, to be part of a business that's, that's headquartered in Dunmore. It is, Laurie, and, and you, you bring up some great names there in, in both uh, Nib Lodney and, and Joe Tomko, two great, great guys, uh, among many others, but it, it's very true. I, I think most of my career, and I think we spoke of it last month, uh, has been, <clears throat> pardon me, has been out of town. And um, I worked in, was a partner out at a, a firm in New Jersey. Uh, there was about an hour and a half commute without traffic. I always have to say that because oh. everybody yeah. knows New Jersey traffic. But um, but I literally would commute every day and that, uh, for several reasons. Obviously, family is number one to me. Um, and being home to Dunmore, I wanted to raise, my wife and I wanted to raise our kids in Dunmore, in our area. Uh, that we've been proud of. I, I, I take my name from my father, who's uh, has been passed away for about 20 years now, that uh, was an icon in Dunmore, and everybody knew Jim McHale and, and what he did for the youth of Dunmore, whether it be through the booster club with the high school. I'm his youngest kid, and I'm out of there, uh, you know, 35-plus years. Uh, so, And he, until the day he died, was still involved with the school, trying to help wherever he can. And, and I'm proud to say that the uh, a local, the Little League area that is in Dunmore is named after him uh, in his honor. So uh, it, it is very important that I maintain, and when this opportunity came up, that I maintain a, uh, you know, a th- in the area. And that's what we wanted to do. Again, we have three kids. One's a senior and in high school, one's a freshman and one's in sixth grade. So they're going to go to Dunmore. It's, I'm very proud to be back here and not have to get up at five o'clock in the morning all the time. Yeah. And, and get back, uh, you know, late every night. So although it was a great experience and I, I, I you know, I, I take a lot of experience from the, both the clients and the people that I work with out there. Um, it's, a, it's, it's great to be home and it's great to, uh, you know, I, I feel like I, I almost hit the lottery meeting Mike Barbetti and his wife, Donna. They've been so good to me. Um, it, it's uncanny how, how smooth this is working. And, and the personnel, too. We talk about Dunmore and how it is important to me. Mike's very proud of his heritage, uh, as you said, Laurie. He, Old Forge, and we have a couple Old Forge people who work for us. We have Dixon City. We have you know people from Valley View. Uh, we're we're kind of all meshing together. Once you get out of high school, you never forget where you went. 
but they become friends with just about everybody around here. So it's a great area itself, Lackawanna, Luzerne County, just a great area itself to raise a family, and I'm happy to do so. Yeah, I, I think it's neat. I think it's great because it's, again, it doesn't matter where your business is because you have to, you're, you're all, you know, you, you reach out to so many other areas, of course, but it's always kind of neat to have that. And, you know, I, as I told you, Lynn and I, Westsiders, but my children, I live in Dunmore and my children were raised in Dunmore. So they, they finally let a Westsider in Dunmore when I, when we bought our house, but it, it's just, it's, it's, um, it, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful place and wonderful people. So it's a good thing but mike now to the business of tax um accounting and um all of these the stuff that you guys will be so busy with in the next couple months number one mike before we go and you may you probably i don't know if anyone knows this do you do you have a gut feeling or do you think that there'll be any extensions this coming year based on the situation with the coronavirus or right now we're, we're i know we're probably still on track for april 15th but do you think there might be something down the road or you can't speculate I, I, I would honestly doubt that we would get another extension like we did last year from the tax deadline itself. But I do think, um, you know, it was before the election happened, uh, they were talking about putting another incentive package out there, whether it be the $1,200 that, it, that just about everybody received to the PPP program to put that out again. And that's the Paycheck Protection Program, which I think worked wonderfully. So I, I would expect something like that to, to, to come okay. soon. Uh, obviously, with with the political atmosphere we're in this week and next week, and uh, I, I don't expect it too, too soon because I don't think anybody's really talking. But uh, going forward, it's a definite that's going to have to be some type of an ec- economic stimulus that I would expect to, to see coming. But a tax deadline for April 15 next year, I, I would still consider that to, to be pretty positive that they're not going to move that again. Unless, and, and we hope it doesn't happen, unless, uh, you know, the COVID numbers continue to spike as they are. Right. Well, Mike, what is important at this time of the year for anybody out there with their personal business or their their uh, if you have a business, what 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 kind of deadline should you look at? And what what are some tips you can give anybody for the end of the year and from an accounting standpoint? Well, and again, I, I'm not being I, I didn't do this radio show to try to get clients. Obviously, if that happens, <laughs> that's great. But at the end of the day, the, the one thing that everybody should be doing um, is, is talking to their advisor, whether it be a, a tax attorney or a, t- a CPA to, to, to plan for year end. And there's there's specific things, especially business owners, um, if they could buy a piece of equipment before year end. Um, with with some of the the opportunities out there, they could can deduct the entire thing right now. So um, there's limitations on it, of course. You'd have to check with your advisors, but 100% deduction on something instead of having to depreciate it over five years is a massive opportunity for business owners to do. So yeah. I, I think if if anybody can, you know, has the money to do so, of course, but could go out and and uh, put this in motion, you can finance it as well. Um, but the asset itself would be deductible 100% at the time, as long as it's placed in service prior to 1231. So I think that's a great opportunity, specifically for business owners. And on the individual side of things, you know, you, you can, if you, to, uh, in order to save some money, you could make sure that your 401k, um, if you can put more money in, uh, you, you absolutely can do that. The, uh, the limits for, 
Um, you could do an IRA contribution as well. That's another $6,000. Um, if you're under 50 years old, 50 or over is $7,000. So between that and, and, and putting your 401k up to the, um, the, the limits, which are 26,000, I believe, um, that's 26,000. I take that back 26,000 over 50. Uh, so it's 195 you could put in if you're under 50. So two things that you should be looking at if you are a lot, if you can do that to, uh, to save a little tax money going forward. Great. Yeah, then do you have anything too, for me? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say that for a lot of people, uh, and I was talking to a client yesterday who told me about this, but, um, the, the people that handle a lot of, um, her employee benefits stuff, gave her a call in the beginning of October and said, hey, you know, by the way, you can um, increase the amount you're putting into your 401k plan to max it out for the year. And she said, oh, that's a great idea. I'm so glad you told me to do that. But the problem was when she got her paycheck, there was virtually nothing in it because the, the contribution has to come from your paycheck. So that's one thing people have to be aware of. It's a good idea to try to do that, but know that it's a deduction from your payroll, and that may put you in a difficult position, especially for a lot of people today who ended up taking a cut in their yeah. um, their paychecks are not even they're not employed. So you may have uh, until May June of this year, you may have been contributing really well into a plan but right now you have to take a look at that too it's a good idea it always is a good idea because you can never make up that time but but take a look at where you are and being able to put food on the table and pay your mortgage payment before you just jam it all in there yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's well said, and it's an individual basis. But I think the point to, uh, of, of most being most general is to make sure you talk to your advisor, whether it be a CPA or an attorney, to make sure those right. opportunities. If you can do them, number one. If right. you can do them, there are opportunities out there that you can take advantage of. And and that's I think that's the most important take takeaway, Mike. As you what you said and and Lynn contributing is if you can after you have to do those necessities at a time like this, take advantage of everything that's available to you um, because it's important in the long run. Because like Lynn said, you'll never get it back, and it's a good thing to do it. So um, it's all good. So Mike, how can anyone get in touch with you if they'd like to talk to you? Well, we're we're in Dunmore as uh, as we said in uh, in detail today. Yeah, the flags are out front too. <laughs> we have a sign, and absolutely, um, we are on Drinker Street in Dunmore, up near the entrance to the 380. Um, our phone numbers are um, 570-346-2057, and uh, we look forward to, to helping anybody that we could. Wonderful. All right. Well, Mike, thank you very much, buddy. We, um, I'll talk to you soon, as I always do. And uh, thanks for being with us. Thanks, everyone else, for listening. Have a great weekend. And uh, please be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.